this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self-improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day-to-day routine, there's something for everyone. Your attention, please. This is the final boarding call for Flight 201 from Sydney to Vancouver. You grab your bags and head to the jet bridge. That's when you see a pregnant woman who looks like she could pop at any moment. So, what happens if she has that baby mid-flight? Slim chances. First, it's not a likely situation. Doctors usually recommend that expectant mothers don't fly within four weeks of their due date. And I don't imagine anyone would want to. Flights, especially long-haul ones, are rough for anybody. Can you imagine dealing with those cramped seats and having to share this tiny space with a big belly bump? Plus, I'm sure mom has made all kinds of plans for when the baby comes, got his room all fancied up, cute little clothes picked out. She'd rather be surrounded by family and friends instead of complete strangers. But hey, life happens, and sometimes you just really need to get to Vancouver. And today, this baby will not be denied. It starts... You're 10 hours into this grueling flight when you understand something's going on. The flight crew keeps hovering around that passenger at the far end. Then they help her to business or first class because there's no way mom has enough room to give birth in economy. If there's no room up there, then another possible, albeit undesirable option, is the galley. You see a flight attendant rush to the bathroom and grab some towels. Another is bringing bottled water. Is there a doctor or nurse on board? The crew may not be medical professionals, but they've gone through brief training to handle this situation. Now, most flight attendants admit that this usually involves calling for a doctor or nurse and hoping for the best. But if they must, the crew can deliver a baby, and some say they've done it before. Luckily for this mom, there happens to be both a doctor and a nurse nearby. Who? Wait, what about supplies? Well, I think having a baby during a flight is a big surprise, especially to the mom. Oh, you mean baby delivery stuff. So, do they depend on good Samaritans to start handing them blankets, cotton balls, and whatnot? Like we're all in some movie or TV show? I don't think I have anything to offer. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, if there's anything other passengers can help with, of course, it's accepted. But the onboard medical kit also has needed supplies. Alcohol-soaked sponges, gloves, pain relievers, clamps, and a bubble syringe to clear the baby's airway. Oxygen supply also becomes a must since it'll be difficult for the baby to breathe at such an altitude. 
How chock-full that medical kit is will often depend on the size of the plane and the duration of the flight. But there are regulations to make sure they have basic supplies for an emergency. Flight diversion. So, are we going to make it to Vancouver? Or will the pilot set this thing down somewhere closer? Not to sound selfish, but I kind of have a tight connection to make. Nah, I'm kidding. An emergency landing is possible, but not always. And it's best avoided. What the pilot and crew always weigh in is the emergency itself and where the plane is currently located. Can the expectant mom wait to be treated until reaching the diversion point? Will she be at higher risk if treated in flight? Are the medical volunteers and flight crew confident enough to handle the emergency? Or maybe there were no volunteers at all, so that leaves the flight crew on their own. Diversion cancelled. Looks like this onboard berth has checked all the boxes to be successful and safe enough to make it to our destination. There are doctors and nurses on board, and mom is doing alright. Well, relatively. I'm sure she didn't plan on having this baby 35,000 feet over the Pacific Ocean. All those discussions she had with her doctor about what to expect when you're expecting, well, that's all gone out the window. Wait a minute, don't open the window. What the pilot will do is declare a medical emergency to air traffic control so the plane gets priority landing. What about the rest of us? Obviously, now is not the time to press the attendant button and ask for a cup of coffee, an extra blanket, or help with your in-flight entertainment screen. Why not? Well, the crew has their hands full, and this has now become a humanitarian flight. Saving lives is all that matters at this point. But that's not to say the whole crew just abandons their most important duties to attend to this berth. There are still safety protocols they need to check. If we're getting ready to land, they need to get the cabin prepared. Is everything secured and latched? Are all the other passengers doing okay? Anybody else about to have a medical emergency on this flight? Well, I will if I don't get my in-flight entertainment going. Sorry, but there's different entertainment tonight. Happy birthday! That's when you hear it, a baby's first cry. In a flash, the pilot welcomes a new passenger on board. Everybody claps and breathes a heavy sigh of relief. This little guy has entered the world, and boy, has he given us all a story to tell when we land. The name game. There have been situations where a flight baby is named after the volunteer doctor or flight attendant who did the delivery. There was also even a baby named Virginia on a Virgin Atlantic flight. There have also been cases where the airline renamed a plane after its newest passenger. That's what happened with airline JetBlue in February 2019. Although the plane was already called Born to be Blue, which is pretty coincidental. Baby at risk? But back to this little jet setter. Is he gonna be okay? Babies born during a flight, also known as skyborns, are at risk because airplanes are never the best places to give birth. It's not nearly as sterile as a delivery room. The air is too thin and dry, and the cabin is too cold for a newborn. They'll have to take extra precautions to keep that little guy and mom safe until the pilot can land. So, where's this baby from? Okay, I know where he came from, but what about his citizenship? Is he Australian? Canadian? Pacific Oceanian? Delton? Hmm. The baby's citizenship can be a tricky question, because different countries have their own rules about it. For many, the baby automatically adopts the mother's citizenship. For some others, it defaults to the father's. If the baby was born within U.S. waters or airspace, it's all American. 
But before you decide to go have yourself a default American baby, check this out. A few years back, an expectant mom forced an airline to land the plane in the U.S. so that her baby became eligible for U.S. citizenship. Well, mom got her wish, but at what cost? The airline billed her over $30,000 for the costs incurred in that flight diversion. Don't get me wrong, though. This story is more of an exception. And all the paperwork that follows. After mom and baby get checked out at a hospital immediately upon landing, they'll eventually have to go through all the registration and passport processes. That'll put a damper on the joy, but paperwork tends to do that. Hey, at least she doesn't need to go through all that airport stuff. And what exactly are you bringing into Canada, ma'am? Oh, a baby! Does he have a valid passport and visa? Nah, of course countries waive that requirement for situations like this. What's next for baby and mom? Guess what? The newborn is in for surprises. Probably a lot more than expected, as things don't end with that onboard round of applause and happy birthday singing. This is never guaranteed, but in emergencies successfully handled by the flight crew, it's a huge testament to the airline's customer service and professionalism. The airline will gladly brag about the fact, and they should. Their crew did pretty much save two lives, after all. The airline could post banner stories and really splash this success all over their website and social media. The newborn may even be awarded future free flights and mileage points. Finally, we've arrived. Whew! That was an experience for everyone. The flight crew may not look quite as prim and neat now as they did when we first boarded. But after 14 hours of flight, do any of us? Everyone says all birth stories are memorable in their own way. But for this mom and her baby, that was a personal milestone in their lives. Congrats, mom, and good luck, little guy. And guess what the first thing they'll say to family waiting to greet them at the airport? Supplies!